Hello and welcome back to the CFL Podcast. I am Matt. We are back with another episode of Shooting the Fit, episode number eight. And as we keep it rolling along, our topics of discussion today are going to be hypocrisy when it comes to the fitness industry in the COVID protocols that are in place, or restrictions rather. And also, too, I give my CrossFit Games predictions. Now, obviously, these come a little bit late as the CrossFit Games Phase 1s have concluded. But nonetheless, let's see how I did. As always, if you guys have any questions, comments, or just any topics you would like to hear, please reach out to us. Everything is linked to the show notes below. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. But uh, today's Tuesday's topics, we're going to be going with, well, we got a couple of things. We have the, first off, locally here in the Bay Area, we had a news story that broke that the apparently the city council members in the police department, now for me particularly, I think the police department should have been able to work out the whole time because they're with to, they're like together with each other the whole time and then, you know, for their job, they need a stress relief, like they need something for it. Yeah. But the city council workers and stuff all working out indoors in San Francisco quickly led to them rolling back uh, restrictions on gyms here in the Bay Area. And now a bunch of counties, Santa Clara, San Francisco County, Santa Cruz County, I do believe Marin, um, are all allowed indoor activity with some uh, modifications. Now, if you guys are listening to the podcast, you know CFL has been inside. For about 16 weeks now. Yeah. we uh, Those that don't live in California, we're in a different county. Um, the Bay Area has, what, six or seven major counties. So um, yeah, the one that our gym is in is Alameda, which is one of the, or is the strictest county. Yeah. Um, and it, it, co- it covers quite a big range um, yeah, of cities. Like Oakland, Hayward, yeah. Castro Valley, Dublin, San Ramon, Pleasanton. Yeah, Livermore in Oakland that reaches all the way out to the water. So and yeah. we're and we're pretty far inland, like uh, far inland enough to, you know, not or uh, inland enough to be considered still considered the Bay Area, but we're not like hitting the five yet, going into the, like, like anywhere near like like Patterson or something. Yeah, Livermore is the yeah. last city you could claim you're in the Bay Area. Oh yeah, that's, it's we're right on that. We're right on that border. In the Bay Area. So what's your feeling on that? They, they, the city council members were allowed to work out indoors. They had been since July after being discovered, after the news story broke. Then they backtracked on it. Actually, they closed the gyms uh, open to the city council for like five days or a week and uh-huh. then reopened them with indoor restrictions here. Uh, is, you know, that's real. It's shady. <laughs> it's hypocrisy. Yeah, it, it's, it's shady. It's hypocrisy. But the fact that they closed them down and then reopened and then you know, are opening up other counties. As long as we've been closed or like been supposed to be closed, uh, we six months now. Yeah. Um, it's a step in the right direction. So hopefully that means, you know, Alameda County comes through and we can be, uh, fully operational street legal, if you will. Street legal. Yeah. And here's the deal. The biggest thing I think on this is like the safety part of it. So if you have your gym and you, you have the means to be able to set up to run it um, with the protocols and make it safe for your members and your members feel safe. And you know that because you've asked them, that's one thing we did is like after a couple of weeks of us opening up here at CFL for indoor exercise, we sent out a survey to the members to make sure that they felt comfortable with them. Not everybody felt comfortable coming back right away. We still have some members that aren't quite there yet, Yeah, which is totally fine. That option is for everybody i still have a home workout that's up on the gym but for me it was like dude six months and you just expect me to be closed with like zero revenue and some of those gyms in san francisco i know their rent is expensive so they just got hammered and the one person that they had on danielle from uh gold crossfit golden gate 
out there in San Francisco, they actually had her on the news story. I'll link that below in the show notes if you guys want to go check that out for yourself because we're just going to touch base on this and move on because we're not going to get too political here on shooting the fit. But uh, she got, man, she got crushed. They had, they didn't get any like rent, like relief, nothing. She's just been like barely hanging on. They still might have to close even though that they could open their doors officially as of yesterday. And um, it just sucks that when like, you know, the politicians set one thing up and put it in parameter for all of us to follow. And then they themselves don't follow those same rules. Kind of goes back to what we talked about with our programming (laughs) to swing it back into our realm, our scope of what we talk about. But uh, leading by example is huge, right? Taking your own medicine and making sure that you're doing what you expect other people uh, to do. So unless you want to have the last word on that, I think we'll move on to the second topic we got going on here. No, I think what you said, um, I pretty much agree with. Yeah, yeah, man. (laughs) Sorry. That's all I got to say about that. All right. So CrossFit Games is this week. Holy snap. When does that start? It starts on Thursday. So the CrossFit Games, for those of you guys that don't know, it officially, I think, starts on Thursday. The 17th. And, but it's the at-home version. So they're doing... Okay. So if you qualified for the CrossFit Games, I think they had 40 guys, 40 women on each side. I might be wrong about that. You guys could check the statistics on that, so don't quote me. But they had a large sum of people that had already qualified for the Games. They're going to do a virtual competition similar to the Open, but CrossFit is sending them judges. They already sent them an equipment list. So there's obviously more to it. And they're going to have live coverage. So we saw Rogue do this in their Invitational this year, and they pulled it off really well. I thought, uh, did you see any of that by any chance? No. So is the entire CrossFit Games going to be virtual? Not the entire. They're going to go, this will determine the top five men, top five female. And then they're going to go to To Aromas at the end of October. I think the end of October or okay. mid-October. And then they're going to compete live there at the ranch how, for the title. How long is this qualifier? Or I, like this, not qualifier, how long is this like portion of the... like The games yeah. lasting, the virtual part. I think they have three days. And then once the workout is announced, they have a certain window to get mm-hmm. it done in that time frame. Yeah. So one of the things... Because there's just, people that live on the other side of the... Uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> so like when they did Rogue, I think because Kara Saunders is in yeah. Australia. Yeah, that's like the one CrossFitter that, you know, I for sure I see her CrossFit things on my on my Instagram feed is probably like Kara and then yeah. uh, Sarah Sigmund Daughter. Yeah, yeah, they're in... Um, she's in... Iceland. Iceland, and yeah. Cars in, and in Australia. Australia. And so the, when they did the Rogue uh, Invitational, Kara, and you guys should go check out her YouTube channel if you want to go see this, but she had to do her workouts at like 1.30 in the morning. Oh. And then another, I think she had to do like a, a, a max lift at like yeah. 2.30 a.m. Talk about a disadvantage, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was over here complaining today because I had to work out at 9, so I didn't get in my usual breakfast, yeah. you know? And imagine having to do a competition where it's being live streamed because they all did it at the exact same time. And um, so logistically, they pulled it off. If you guys haven't checked that out, go check it out. But it is to my understanding that CrossFit is not doing it like that. They're going to give them the opportunity to do it when they normally work out. So they're taking into consideration the time zone. So after the workouts are released, they have a 12-hour window to do their workout and submit their score and submit their video and uh, everything else. So... They have released the um, or cash show in a small capacity has released the CrossFit workouts. And so we have here uh, 
Ferocity with Fran, it looks like. Damn Diane. And then we have Nasty Nancy and then Awful Annie. So obviously there's some variation of Fran, Diane, uh, Nancy, and Annie. Do you That's know all, all the first workout? Those are the first. Like yeah, together? Yeah, it says uh, 2020 CrossFit Games start on Friday at the athletes' homes. These are the events. Okay. So, so I guess I do know Fran, 21-15-9. Yep. Um, thrusters pull-ups. Thrusters pull-ups. I do know Diane. Yep. That's deadlifts. Yep. Um, handstand push-ups. Nice. Um, that's Nancy. it, right? And Nancy is double unders. No. No, uh, no I don't know Nancy. <laughs> it's uh, five rounds, 400 meter run, 15 overhead squats. Uh, 400 meter run. Damn, how are they going to do the 400 meter run? How do they? How do so they document that? So in their list of equipment, which you guys can check this out, uh, I think Armin Hammer TV did a whole thing on it on YouTube. But they you released an equipment list. So they said you had to have all this equipment, and then one of the things in there was 300 meters out, 300 meters back. Okay. So it looks like they normally Nancy's done with a 400 meter run. They may up that to a 600 meter run. Okay. Hence the nasty Nancy. Yeah. So I'm sure, nas, nasty Nancy. So I'm sure all these will involve an increase in weight from their regular run, uh, workouts. I'm sure all these will involve yeah. an increase in skill, right? So we could do a thruster at whatever 135 pounds, and they could do a bar muscle up. Yeah. Kind assault, of version of it. Assault Fitness couldn't shell out 50 uh, air runners to like everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know, right? That would have got expensive, and that was one of the things. I don't think CrossFit provided the equipment uh, where Rogue actually sent them an athlete box and it gave them all the equipment that they're going to need that got sent to them. That was for the Rogue Invitational. For the Rogue Invitational. Uh-huh. And then they actually, um, even down to like the tape, and then they gave you how you had to conform your workout um, setup. So like a blueprint. Exactly. Yeah. And then per each event, you had your blueprint. So that way cool. everybody was somewhere else, but it was identically set up because they taped out their box. So it was yeah. all the same yeah. distance around from each other, which was something really cool. I mean, Rogue just is, always kills it. So no I want to get your opinion, especially in the state that the world is in right now. What do you yeah. think of these like online competitions? Like CrossFit is... Or the CrossFit Games is the highest level you can get in CrossFit. But I've seen it now in weightlifting since um, there hasn't been really any meets in like six months. So, I mean, like national level meets. So they've been doing like online competitions. Now, personally, it's not my favorite, but they are giving people the opportunity to compete. Do you think like in the future um, it's something that, you know, people like CrossFit or like CrossFit or uh USA weightlifting is it something that they're going to keep doing in the future like you know I don't know personally my answer to that is I hope not yeah. because I think there's something about being able to spectate live competition there's something about uh-huh. having your competitor right yeah. there next to you that's going to push that level of competition so you know I could see that they might be able to do it for some stuff because yeah. that might reduce costs for travel for athletes mm-hmm. um and different things like that. It's a little bit easier, in my opinion, to do a virtual meet in the sense of judging. Okay. Because, you know, if you're doing snatch or clean and jerk, it's pretty cut or dry. And in yeah. fact, you could actually slow that video down and even see things yeah. that you wouldn't Replay. normally see. Um, it's a lot harder to hold that same standard and to do the same thing with judging with CrossFit because they're just, you know what I mean? Yeah. They move so much they move, quicker. Yeah. yeah a range lot of, of motion's movement. a big deal with that. Um, which, like, you know, being focused on one lift at a time mm-hmm. being versus being focused for 20 minutes to yeah. a workout. And one lifter at a time, really. And one lift, right, exactly. So <clears throat> I think there will be some advantages for it in USA weightlifting. I would like to see them do 
um, some things like that to create a easier barrier to entry for people to get their feet wet with it. Similar to like the CrossFit Open allows everybody at their home gym to get their feet wet. It would be cool if USAW did a virtual thing like that that then allowed you to maybe go to a next stage so that way inside a lot of these CrossFit gyms you could set up and get behind you know a, a in-house meet yeah. and then it'll be done virtually with an online leaderboard um, I, you know maybe in some cases yeah. some sort of video feed maybe not but then it would allow the gyms to build it how they want host the yeah. meet there and do something um, which would be really cool and I think it would create more excitement for your actual yeah. national qualifier meets and stuff like that in the future there would also need to be a lot of eyes to watch all those videos on whoever's competing oh my gosh but um yeah, I don't I don't think it'll hold up for that long, maybe for some certain things, but also yeah. the revenue that comes in like at the CrossFit Games, you know, they have all the booths, yeah. all the vendors, same thing with USA weightlifting, you know, it's not just a competition, but it's a it's an event for, you know, to to make money and every business wants to make money, right? That's it. You know, it's actually cool. I don't know if um so on last Friday uh, which will be two Fridays away by the time you guys listen to this. I went to Cal Strength and was uh, did the podcast with uh, Wes Kitts and J- Jake Baker over there at Cal Strength. And shout out to Wes. Shout out to Wes. Thanks for having me on, guys. But one of the things we talked about was USAW performing better as a business and actually aligning themselves with CrossFit. You and I talked about it on this podcast mm-hmm. uh, before I talked about it over there. And it's on the back end of like a three-hour-long podcast. So <laughs> if anybody makes it that far on the podcast, I mean, shout out. I will personally shoot you a DM to thank you for yeah. this for that long put a time. comment like how far you made it through that podcast oh yeah yeah if you guys do end up listening to it go to youtube and comment how long you did before you uh turned it off there we had a good time but it was a little long um but yeah one of the things that i was talking about was usaw aligning themselves with crossfit a little bit more we won't go into the whole business side of that here right now but just doing some of those things to create more attention more money towards their events into the athletes like i i really think i mean that's we would do it here right yeah. so if usa weightlifting was like hey we're doing a virtual online thing you could see where you could compete on this national leaderboard that we've set up online yeah um here's the parameters of what you have to do you have to be put with a usaw certified coach that's gonna uh, be the responsible party for weighing you in mm-hmm. having you do the lift whatever that case may be but you could have the meet at your gym yeah i think we would get a bunch in if they did it on an off time so they didn't try to like obviously compete with the crossfit open but they moved it to like a couple months afterwards when you still had some of that excitement of people wanting to get better and do Mm -hmm. stuff and then it's like hey in eight weeks or 12 weeks usaw does the same thing but it's a meet yeah and then we host it here yeah like we do the friday night lights they had like a it wasn't it was a virtual qualifier because of all the you know nationals is normally in june uh for for usa weightlifting so from March, that like middle of March to, you know, June, all the meets that were supposed to happen in between for people that were trying to qualify, what they actually did was an online qualifier. So you basically just set up a camera um, and then you recorded your weight. Um, but you had to have like a box set out if you're lifting in your gym and your uh, home gym whatever um but then you record the weight similar to the way the crossfit open is um you know when you have your barbell or like if you record your workout before you know you show your barbell this is your 45 this is your 25 and like whatever's on the bar and then you take your lift yeah you take your lifts um i'm not sure about time limits or anything like that um and then you just submit it later so there wasn't even really like a need for a, a coach um or somebody there to watch you it was just you know, you had to document uh, what it is. But I think 
like an online qualifier, like you said, where, or an online meet Yeah. for something that would, that would come in handy. Yeah. I think, I mean, think about it. They promote it, right. They open up the quote unquote leaderboard for a three day window or something yeah. like that, like a all day Friday, Saturday, and then mm-hmm. it closes Sunday night yeah. at midnight. Right. Yeah. And then you could have two options where you film everything just like you had said. So if you're just somebody grinding it out at your home gym in the garage by yourself and you want to get involved, that opportunity exists. You got yeah. a phone film your stuff right yeah. send it in uh your score would still be validated <clears throat> excuse me and then if you had something like a certified usaw coach that wanted to vouch for it at the gym then you yeah. wouldn't have to submit video they would sign off and you know most of that most of the judging would would matter especially if there was some sort of like uh you know prize behind it or sort of some oh, sort yeah. of advancement in competition so they would have to figure out how that would work as well and then you know adjust the judging according to that if you yeah. obviously you're giving out a million dollar prize yeah i think a, cheat, i think a good weird. example like that probably usa weightlifting can follow is like the uh the rogue liftoff exactly yeah like like uh you what, what, what's the liftoff exactly? Well, it was a thing where they did a max, you know, some sort of max lift, usually snatch, clean, and jerk, or like hang, or something okay. like that. And then it was also paired with a CrossFit workout. Okay, so there is a workout. It's not just a lift. Yeah, it wasn't okay. just a lift. But then at the end, you know, first place, second place, third place, they got those dope weightlifting belts, and they're, they're engraved with their name. Like, it's not a medal, but I think that it, it was just cool. Perfect example. Yeah. That would be awesome. I mean, think about it. If you're doing something with USA Weightlifting and this might be your first, like, meet and uh, crush it on your home platform and then yeah. just get a cool little plaque or weightlifting yeah. thing because you did your best in your weight class. And that would definitely inspire a lot of people to be like, whoa, I had a ton of fun with that because it was comfortable. It was in my home gym. I didn't yeah. have to, like, just like the Open, right? Yeah, and Wes is not allowed to compete in this <laughs> liftoff. We all know Wes is going to win his weight category. So, Wes, if you're listening to this, you cannot compete compete in this uh quote unquote like made up liftoff yeah, that we just made up yeah our hypothetical li- <laughs> and by the way i'm coming with some fire ideas for usa weightlifting so <laughs> i forget i think the guy's name is derek something who whoever the ceo is it so holla at your boy if you take any of these ideas that is fine you could have them for free no skin off my back but uh we do have record that they are our ideas because yeah. it's recorded here you heard it here first guys <laughs> You heard it here first. <laughs> Anyways, enough of us gloating about our uh, our egotistical ideas. But yeah, I think something like a virtual online competition, similar to the way they did the Open at, you know, a couple months or an in-between off-season to keep these people, uh, you know, keep these people that are usually in the Open that obviously aren't going to make it to the next stage, but just yeah. enjoy competing, keep them engaged. And now they got a weightlifting meet to go to go to exactly. and practice with. And if I'm telling you that partnership between CrossFit and USA Gymnastics, CrossFit, and USA weightlifting, CrossFit, and basically anything that yeah. else in CrossFit. Why sh- CrossFit should be, you know, going for all those Olympic sports. Exactly. You know? And then they could have their certs be ran by the entity of yeah. USA weightlifting or USA rowing. And then you have Olympians or yeah, past Olympians. Exactly. Or things teaching if them. there's anybody that's like an underserved uh, professional athlete or like a under-recognized professional athlete, it's Olympic athletes. Absolutely. Like unless you're playing basketball and now they have baseball in the Olympics, like uh, you don't know who these people are. Right. Like, you know who Usain Bolt is, but can you name like two or three American like track runners, I probably could. Um, I could not. Okay, but I was say, I, I'm no not. Tr- I'm not trying to sound <laughs> to sound gloaty that I like know <laughs> these people, but I mean, not many other people can, and you probably couldn't pick them up off the street or pick them out of the street, right? Um, if you saw them, 
So uh, I think CrossFit would definitely have an upper hand, you know, reaching out to any of these like Olympic athletes in whatever field it may be because all of them train. Yeah. And you're always going to have somebody who has like a certain personality, right? Where like they have a better social media following or something like that. And the brands will be attracted to that. Yeah. And that initial exposure to that athlete could have come in the way of CrossFit because if CrossFit is our general prepared fitness for basically to make us good during the off season for any and every sport, including the experts or the specialists in those sports to make us better coaches in those sports, to make us better athletes in those sports, um, will not only give them great exposure, better opportunity, but it'll also make better coaches and just better everyday uh, CrossFitters and yeah. all. And yeah, that was something, uh, This that's something that might eventually get some legs. I think that would be really cool. Um, and it would be a great opportunity for CrossFit and for USA like Olympic sports yeah. just in general. What are you scared of CrossFit? Well, yeah. What are you scared of? Eric, you probably yeah. got 10,000. Eric Rosa, what are you scared of? <laughs> we were joking about it. They were like, yeah, hit him up. And I was like, yeah, as if he doesn't have like, you know, a hundred other things going <laughs> on. And Wes was like, Dave emailed him. He emailed me back. I was like, yeah, because he probably has like a team of people emailing yeah. people back. Like he's like, you know, just gets it read back to him and signs off at this point. I Let's do it. What's his email? Easy. I'll email him. We'll just start it. Yeah. You go ahead and email him. <laughs> So Dear Eric, that actually got a little run off those uh, those two little topics right there. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about or bring up in today's episode? Um, it's not much. We'll have a bunch in, in next week's because we'll have all the drama of the uh, CrossFit Games. Oh yeah, we'll unfolds. be able to cover the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Um, after it being done over this weekend. Yep, exactly. Uh, so next do you Tuesday. have any like front runners on like people coming out? Like top yeah. five men and women? Uh, Matt and Tia for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Like one and two. I think Sarah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I mean, one and one, men and female. I think number two. Uh, I think Sarah Sigmund's daughter's got a good chance. I, got, I think Amanda Barnhart's got a great chance. Okay. Um, you can never really kind of like Cara Saunders or Sam yeah. Briggs. Um, yeah, for the guys, I would have to look over the field. I think Pat Vellner always is lethal. I think Brett Bukowski could come back hungry this year. I think Bukowski. he could come back hungry and uh, he could even make second. Um, you know, I, as far as the guys, though, I would I like to see Jacob Hebner in that top five. Uh, just Noah? I'm a big fan of Jacob Hebner. Noah's got a great chance at it. Noah's Noah came in second last year, Last right? year, and he held that first spot for a while. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think inevitably, I think Matt and Tia will win this virtual online one, especially them being at home uh, in their element. They'll crush it. And then I think getting out amongst the top five, Matt will uh, quickly decimate. But the top five is going to be interesting because – Everybody's a top, everybody's at the top five. So one of the things with yeah. the games is like you could have won the first one, but then you could have gotten thirty fifth place in the second one. Yep. Which then if I just get just bumps you down, right? But if I got third in both, now I'm way ahead of you. But when you mm. only have five, and the furthest you could fall is fifth, yeah, it doesn't really, uh, you know. So it'll be interesting how they do the point spread this year. I don't know if they're going to change that point system yeah. or how they're going to have it work. But. That's where being specialized um, does not come in your favor, right? Uh, and. Uh, you're better off being well-rounded than specialized. <laughs> That's it. And um, so, yeah, I think, do you want to, should we just wrap this one on up? Sure. All right, cool. So as we, we started this new little trend here and Albert and I like it, and we hope you guys do as well too, which is we just give a shout out to uh, the city with the most listens on the last episode. All right. Do you want me to spin the computer around or do you remember No, I was? got it. All right, Albert. Yeah, so this week uh, we have... Some listeners from Asheville, North Carolina. So shout out to Asheville, North Carolina. If that's you in Asheville, drop a comment, drop a like, follow us on Instagram, let us know. 
we'll shout you out next time, maybe by name. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. If you somebody, all we need is one person from those uh, cities by name. Yeah. Let us know you're real. Shout out. <laughs> we, we, we enjoy uh, doing this. We appreciate you guys uh, listening to Shooting the Fit here. I think some um, one of the other things we'll do is we'll get into some product reviews of some stuff that we supplement wise. Oh yeah, uh, gear wise. wise, gear wise. I think that would be really cool. And not a steroids. Would, not a steroids, right? And uh, I think that will add some uh, value to you guys, the listeners out there, because that ultimately is our goal, and just having some fun. Man, should we end it there? Do you have a last word? Do you think of something? I think I'm gonna roll with uh, what I said earlier. It's, what are you afraid of? What are you, ooh, I like that. What's holding you back? What are you afraid of? Whose permission do you need to go out and get it? Ooh. All right, that'll end this. We're shooting the fit, episode number eight. Adios. Peace. Peace.